Broadcast Network, AfterBuzz TV. Over 20 million weekly downloads from over 200 countries and your number one source in after show entertainment. TV, the destination for TV superfans, producing after shows for over 300 of your favorite TV shows, interviewing celebrities and showrunners, and bringing you behind-the-scenes exclusives. All thanks to E! Entertainment's Maria Menounos, producer Kevin Undergaro, and internet leader Akamai. Now, let the buzz begin! Week three, what Jesus said... Big episode. It's great watching it. I'm Charlie Behrens, and across the table from me... Hi, guys. This is Sarah Stratton. And Kevin Undergaro. Um, initial reactions, guys. What 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 stuck out? Just one thought, almost. I think it's interesting, because, you know, we get it before the, before the show. We have, like, two minutes after we watch to wrap it up, get our topics together. And this week... Coming up with topics was very easy. <laughs> I don't know if that's a good sign or a bad sign. It's definitely them playing with the pace of the show. Mm-hmm. And they kind of give us a new feeling um, every episode. And this episode was very much taking a step back. Let's dive into a little bit more character. Uh, spend a little more time with each of the rela- relationships. We weren't bouncing around as much. It wasn't really... Um, we got a little bit of hints of big hurdles that our characters are going to have to jump over, but not a ton of drama, mm-hmm. in my opinion. A lot of psych- psychological conversations, a lot of things that were like kind of flying under the radar. Um, so I liked it, and I was kind of shocked by the change of pace. Yeah, I, I, I definitely... It was slower, but uh, not in a bad way. It's just right. the way it is. Mm-hmm. Uh, the, um, and again, I, you know, being repetitive, but this doesn't feel like a show that has six episodes left. I know. You know, I know. it doesn't, f- you know, when you think of other shows mm-hmm. that are in their uh, last season, mm-hmm. it's revving up. It's getting mm-hmm. faster and faster and faster and faster. And you, you know, and you're. Or you get shows that are just really tired where you're like, right, you've right. had the same relationship so many Great times point. that you're right. like, you're like, oh, you're back together. Oh, you're not together. Oh, you're broken up again. Like, right. and the plot lines get tired or the mm-hmm. characters have had a relationship with every single person on the show and you're right. just like, it's tired. Come on. Right. It's like, this come on. one, like, for instance, we're just seeing another oh. flash of Nucky Margaret. That could have gone on so much longer. We could have had right. so many more road bumps well, in different you've directions. You've got Joe Kennedy, which we'll get into, but it's like, you can go. Yeah. To town with Joe yeah. Kennedy. I, I, that's are, a whole. Everything's still so fresh. Everything still has oh! so much opportunity. And I think that's what what is refreshing about this show, and what always has been refreshing about the show, is that it it's it rooted in history, very, um, and it's done very well to the point where it's it, for some people it's too historical. You know, there's not enough. Um, quick drama that we're used to in TV. and We've, that, ta- we've talked about that. Yeah, know, definitely one of the things I appreciate about it. I'm um, sure it's harder even for people who tried to get into this show and didn't want to research the history. Right. I think we can be entertained, but like, for instance, we talked about last week, all of like the golden nuggets of names we got, all of the people who were thrown out. And for people who are interested in history or know about it, that makes your mind spin. It makes you live in like, oh, where are they going to take this? Who are going to know? But if you don't know about that mm-hmm. and you're not taking the time to look it up or interested in it, then it's, that's all yeah. flying over your head. And so those minutes where we and people who are interested are getting energized, other people are just like, oh, you yeah. know, and that makes it probably well, seem slower. And by the way, so at this point in the game, I don't think anyone 
is not energized. I think all the fans are in. I mean, oh, yeah. You know what if, I mean? you're watching, I, if you've stayed on this long, it's because you have an interest in it. You know, I would show. say. I, I, yeah. I, <laughs> I get fired. Okay. All right. Throw out Hulu, Crackle, all these other places. I get Netflix not wanting to buy it maybe because they've spent a lot of money and they're making their mark. But some of those other places that need to make their mark, they need to rack up their Emmys, oh. they need to get themselves out there. Write Charlie. the check to Terrence Winter. Let's get the show going. <laughs> Charlie, you missed the spiel last week. Kevin's new idea for the boardwalk is that another um, one of the Hulus or so, so forth is going to should buy it. I, I, and I, just continue. I caught that. Did you I get told, that? Yeah, and I yeah, totally. I, I'm with you on board. I mean, that should if be a Kickstarter. Writing, if you were the one writing the checks, of, if you wanted to launch, if AfterBuzz was going to go unscripted into mm-hmm. right now, we just produce after shows. That's all we do. Mm-hmm. But if we wanted to now go into scripted, and and I, there's no there's no check I wouldn't write. To acquire the show because you're instantly legitimate in the in that arena. At least of in the critical acclaim, especially. Yeah. But the critical acclaim is what will launch you. That's yeah. right. HBO was launched on it, the, the critically acclaimed True. shows. If you think of the right. Sopranos and you know the HBO when it really yeah. hit its stride, it was through critical acclaim, and then same everything else will work. Every, right, and same with Netflix. Mm-hmm. Everything else will work itself. Ted Serenus and Netflix, really smart move with. Um, House of Lies, or is it House, House of, of Cards? Cards I'm sorry, yeah. I always mix it up. Mm-hmm. House of Cards. He, you know, he said he spent. They spent the money. Um, Kevin Spacey is the lead, and hired the best writers, and look right. what they got. You know, yeah. Orange Is the New Black. Same thing, and and Emmys and Emmys, and, and yeah, now they are legit. Is. They are so legit that they have all the cable carriers shaking in their boots. They right. know, I've heard uh, executives tell me that Netflix is going to cannibalize the business. Well, it's, yeah, it's ab- break, it, it, you know? it is already. I but cut my by, cable recently. So just by having legitimate shows. So if you're you're an executive and you're dumping all your money into th- whether it's Amazon or Hulu or Crackle or some of these other tiers that really haven't cut their teeth yet, you mm-hmm. know, I, I, you just write the check. Yeah. And, well, you know, and you're 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 instantly in, and then we're happy as fans. <laughs> well, I'm I'm all going. for it. I, I really hope that that comes to fruition because I hope somebody grabs onto this one. Uh, uh, speaking of which, week three, the episode's called What Jesus Said. That was a exchange between Nucky and the girl, but there were a lot of Jesus. Religious references. Yeah, especially with the Chalky Buck um, interaction. What did you guys think about that? I, again, it was very bizarre. I thought Buck was going to hang around a little bit longer, but I, I guess not. And I was convinced more and more through the episode that he was going to hang around longer. Yeah. every time... I kind of thought Nucky had um, a motivation or a chance to, whether it be steal the gum while he was sleeping or, you know, take some sort of action against Buck. He would stake back, like, take a second, and then mm-hmm. Buck would kind of turn out to be right. For instance, right. it was like the safe wasn't in the cellar, and then you kind of see um, Chalky have, like, a reaction, like he could step in, and then there comes the the um veterans that the safe is actually upstairs, upstairs and then they can't get into the safe and Chucky like gives up and then the woman admits that it's hers like it was mm-hmm. constantly like oh wait Buck actually is on the right track like Buck actually is seeing something more and so I thought they were building up his intelligence mm-hmm. and especially when he had that whole spiel about all the men's stuff not being there and noticing the razor and noticing yeah. the clothes and noticing everything and then he just was taken. I was shocked. Well, all, well, all tied to his line, the Lord knows when you're lying. 
Mm-hmm. And I think that was resonated throughout the whole episode, that yeah. one line. Um, what does it say, then, of what are we left to believe about Chalky? Are we, are we left to believe that he's not as sharp playing the game to get what he wants? Or, conversely, are we left to believe that he does have a heart where he did not want to violate sexually the daughter, yeah, mm-hmm. and he didn't want to do the wrong thing, and he didn't want to do the wrong thing, and he had he had some kind of conscience, and is that ultimately what's going to save him? Right. Well, and so what is it? What is it that we you think is being set up here? I mean, my thought on that was that you have Chalky, who uh, obvious, and they set this up in the um, in the uh, Sizzler beforehand with his daughter, you know, and so anytime uh, Buck would get close to um, doing something hurting fern. the it's a fern. fern. Uh, he would step in. Th- those were the times he stepped mm-hmm. in when he uh, made her change. That was we saw Chalky almost step in, and when he put that gun to the head, I think it was going through Chalky's head. Like this is my time to um, reconcile with what I did wrong, you know, in having his daughter shot in the head. Mm-hmm. So um, mm-hmm. I, I thought that we did see a lot of good potential in Buck, and the reason he got pulled away was because of that. And I think that's always going to follow Chucky. And I think he said, um, Jesus said that you can be forgiven. Jesus was wrong. You know, I think he's going to carry this on his back throughout the rest of the season. That he can't be forgiven. That he can't be forgiven. What do you think about when he said, uh, I am like him, and you need to shut your mouth? You know, when he was Mm -hmm. telling Fern... I think that goes straight mo- to what he said. It's a guilt thing. It's um, like I'm a bad Chalk- person. Yes, Chalky's carrying mm-hmm. around these guilt, this turmoil of his like past. But I also think we were supposed to get that there is some. He does have some moral center, where he's trying. He might not forgive himself, but his actions are forgiven. And I think ultimately this is why he's mm-hmm. going to be okay. I think yeah. by the end mm-hmm. of the series, this is why he's going to be okay. And I think it's always we go we talk mm-hmm. on Sons of Anarchy, but how Kurt's daughter ultimately is going to let this whole universe play out. And it'll be interesting with Terrence Winter, will this be an ironic ending where it's, you know, it's very gray, or are we going to be left to believe that evil always triumphs and money rules all and man is always violent, or are we going to be left to think that, you know, humanity will, being human will prevail. So it'll be interesting. I my instinct is that Chalky's going to come out okay. Really? Because of that. Yes, because See, because he didn't want to violate the girl. I don't... I just think I always I go to American mm, storytelling. I don't feel like it's going to go bad for Chalky. Oh, well, it doesn't mean like he's going to end up amazing, yeah, but I'm I saying just gonna be, I think he's going to survive I feel this. like it's either going to be very melancholy or very, like, more sad or separate. I don't think he's going to ever rise back up to the top um, mm-hmm. of where he was because they're not... Portraying him to be at the top of his game. It might game. be, but it might be something different. Yeah, I bet. Oh, it might I don't be something know if I... different. It might be a different kind of success. Well, you know? interesting. I, I think um, we have another door open for where his story could go because the last time Chalky left Narcisse, you know, his daughter died, mm-hmm. and now um, Lucky and uh, Narcisse are. And Manzano. And Manzano are in this warring thing. You know, oh, he just was, killed a that bunch. That was amazing. What did you guys think of that whole sit-down? The conversation in the beginning? Be- between, yeah, between Lucky and Narcisse and um, Benny. 
Um, first of all, I thought the conversation was really great. Really keeps you on your toes. You don't mm-hmm. know like whether how they're going to be cordial, what every line actually means. I found myself really wanting to go back and watch the um, Nucky Narcisse first interaction. Yeah, you're I, right. I want to go back. I want to compare because I can't quite remember. I mean, fans might remember like at the at the end, I they didn't shake hands. And I was trying to remember if that happened before or if Nucky and... That does sound familiar yes, now that I you say it. I remember there yeah. was something about their handshake or something. And they had this, all those conversations about kings and pawns and chess players. Yeah. And so this conversation just made me want to go back to that. And a lot of that stands on the character they've built in Dr. Narcisse, who... He is fantastic. The world they've given him is fantastic. We can offer you protection. And I love yes. Narcisse mm-hmm. saying... <laughs> you're in Harlem, like, yeah. you know. Yeah. You're the one who's going to need protection. But it's like every right. line of that dialogue always has something else going on. Yeah, well, yeah, it. just the unstated mm-hmm. uh, things that they do were were fantastic. Mm-hmm. It goes to the credit of those three actors. In in terms of um, this, the unspoken. This, it's like the conversation that's just going on behind all of their words and. It is to the actors. So, yeah, and and where do you think this goes from here? Uh, (gasps) I mean, it's a war, obviously. It's the beginning of a war. My question at the beginning was, do you think Chalky's going to enter into this war, and whose side is he going to play for? Well, that's maybe where he he, he steps into that void if Mm -hmm. Narcisse loses this war. Mm -hmm. This this is not a spoiler, but, you know, we know in history that Lucky and... Benny, mm-hmm. uh, Bugsy, Siegel, you know, mm-hmm. Benny, whatever, they they go on and live longer lives, so right. we know that. Their story um, does not end in Harlem. What is interesting is that they've drawn first blood, and they're, they are in Harlem. Mm-hmm. So they're very much outnumbered, um, it would seem, to go mm-hmm. into the Harlem turf and try to strong-arm them. And I was, I don't know enough about history, whether the mob was able to run Harlem. I, I had thought that they worked together. Maybe the mob supplied them or were suppliers for different things, but not necessarily that they had their hooks in there. But I, I don't know that, so I don't want to say. Um, if it seems like prediction-wise, Narcisse is going to hit them back because he's not a guy that rolls over. He's very right. he's going to hit them. On this he's going to hit them hard. And this hit was... It was brutal, yeah. It's something they're going to take... He's going to take first He's going to take... Going so, after the girls. Absolutely. Um, we've so his whole relationship with women in the prior season's been very um interesting. It's it's say. been protective. It's, it's been pr- protective, but he he does abusive. push boundaries with his own hands, but I feel like this is one of the wor- like he will have a huge reaction it's to this. A, and it's a race issue. A huge mm-hmm. one. Right. And by the way, we saw it in the chalky scene, you mm-hmm. know, with um with Buck. Buck was and like turn. you're disrespecting me and the subtext of what you're saying is that you go because you don't think I'm educated. I don't know. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't even think that was that subtext. Cuts. I think he actually said it. Yeah, he probably. Yeah, yeah he did say something to that effect. And, and so, um, so he's gonna. So Narcisse is gonna be batshit. Yeah, you came into his house. Did you and feel did like this. Narcisse was nervous at the end of that conversation? No, I don't think he gets nervous. See, I, I, I don't know. Nerves. I felt nerves. I at mean, the end I, of him and Lucky's conversation, he was way more fidgety but normal before he buttoned up his coat, and I felt nerves, and that's why that's what swayed me to think, oh, they're going to get him first. I think uncomfortable because he knew it's like, okay, it's go time. Okay. Yeah. No, I mean nobody's nobody should unless you're psychotic. You should mm-hmm. not be happy about war. Right. You want to be more happy yeah. about making money. 
mm-hmm. however you're going to make it. So I think concerned, but he, if he were afraid, he would have said, let's talk about this. He would have played them a little bit more, but he just like, buttoned his jacket and said, mm-hmm. okay. I do feel like in a differentiation between that first conversation with Nucky versus the one we saw today, I think it was noticeable. There was a little bit of hardness in him, though, because everybody has a great, like, seven-year weathered uh, demeanor, right. which mm-hmm. is fantastic about this season in particular. But I thought Narcisse especially, and right across from the other person who I think does an amazing job with it is Glucky. Um, it, it was it was interesting because he he's already been through hell. Mm-hmm. Uh, I mean, they were last season they were right at the crux of a war uh, themselves, and so you know I thought it was interesting. Um, so who need do either of them need help in this war? Do either of them have to outsource mm-hmm. and can't just keep this as a, a war between themselves? Well, I, I, I do think, Chalky? especially this being a final season. You mean Narcisse? No, I'm I'm wondering if he's thinking Chalky's going to come help. Yeah, well, I do think, because Chalky, in sort of the old, you know, seasons mm-hmm. past, Chalky would take care of, you know, the black community, and he would find a working relationship. But doesn't with, he, isn't he have such a hair across his ass for Narcisse and, well, and his family? And, yeah. Exa- right? Right, and so that's yeah, why, yeah, we, I th- oh, well, can I think, he kill oh, you mean Chalky joins the... M- Helps Lucky in that, and, that team, yeah, and takes over, and takes over, and gets put in power. That's what he's saying. Yeah. I'm sorry, that's yeah. his prediction. <laughs> okay, <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. No, yeah, no, I that's, think that's, that's accurate. Um, and so, yeah. So, uh, moving on, do we want to talk more about Harlem and New York, or did we kind of? I, I mean, I, I can mean, say that our, war is I can also say that our my prediction was completely wrong. Where I thought we were going to see dancing girls in Harlem, and instead <laughs> we got dancing girls with Nucky, the same place they'd been. I know. I was off, so I I well, talked to that's claim okay, that my prediction was wrong, and I'm sorry, you guys, for false advertising. No, you know what? My prediction about Buck was that we were going to see him grow throughout the entire season, and we this storyline just really proved us wrong but also, this week. We, we were told seasons ago through. Um, you know, certain parties that right that we were going to see a lot of the Cotton Club, which we and still might. And it hasn't might. been there. And so we I keep still expecting. might, or maybe because of it's like when Transformers told me there was going to be Dinobots in the whole movie, I was wondering. Well, well, because, <laughs> well, because, because it's got cut that short, we may not see it, but we don't know. We don't know. Uh, all right, cool. Uh, let's move on to Margaret um, and Caroline. That interaction. Uh, it it is. Uh, um, well, first, well, let's, Margaret, let's, we got yeah. a little bit about what the stakes were that, a, or what terms AR had kind of left her. Which under. was a pretty sweet deal. Um, sweet for deal her. until her boss took advantage of it, and there was an one hundred and eleven thousand dollars. Where did that back go? Then that's just that's, that's just millions. Exactly. And she's she's certainly not hurting, but obviously not receiving it. Mm-hmm. And but we we talked about this at least two weeks ago when I was here. It sets up the perfect, uh, you know, person to fill the void in Nucky's love life. Mm-hmm. And we end the episode with Margaret sitting there in a very creepy fashion. They're always good together. And I think I mean before we get into like that it was good together. I think they did a really good job of hiding the storyline at least a little bit because how they. I 
we all knew that Margaret was going to be involved in this deal, that there was some sort of aftermath. What I didn't see is how that was going to tie into the bank, how that was going to tie into the suicide of her boss, and how all these things were going to add up to the weight of this $111,000 being on yeah. her shoulders and her responsibility. Because they, if they hadn't given us that in the previous weeks, it would have been really easy to make an excuse that this Caroline could have gone after the bank, that she could have gone after the boss. But they mm-hmm. set it up so it's on her. And they hid that from me, which yeah. I think was... And I, so I was really the $111,000, cool. was it her boss that was taking the money? It seems... It, what I got from it... Go right ahead, Charlie. No, you go. What I got from it is AR had this account. After AR passes away, um, the boss continues to make withdrawals, forcing Margaret to sign it off. Um, he So the boss has been having this money. Now boss is gone... The money is gone. Wife wants the money because it was supposed to be a closed account, and it is rightfully <laughs> hers. Right. And who that money trail goes back to, can't sue the bank because it's bankrupt, can't sue the guy because he's dead, so it's going to the last person who has signatures, so it's going to blame on Margaret. That's what right. I got that, from that, it. That's what I got, too, and that sort of made sense because why is Margaret, you know, mm-hmm. even... Part of this. Part of it if... Uh, mm-hmm. She's making that much money, and Margaret you know. obviously doesn't have it. Yeah, right. That which is why she's at Nucky, and I love uh, Nucky's last words to her, um, which I told. Uh, oh no, it was in the uh, it was in the uh, teaser for next week, uh, right. just saying we're both a part of this, but only one person can solve it. I was like, okay, here we go again. Thrown. We'll save it for predictions, but it was just interesting to That's see that relationship. How great was Caroline? The wife of Rothstein. Frightening. She scares me. Yeah, she reminded me of a second grade teacher I had, so I was you know, sitting uncomfortably in my seat for I, that. I, but I think it speaks to your point about how how hardened she's a widow. Mm-hmm. She's dealt with his name being all over the United States, all over the papers, probably all over the world, mm-hmm. and therefore her name ruined with it. She has nothing. Has nothing. So this is a lady who's just... Does and, not care and then dealt about with taking him, anyone down. Right. And dealt with him all those years, too. So she, mm-hmm. you just see yeah. why she's just so hardened. And what do you guys think about that when she says, um, how would you feel if your name was the notorious wife of the notorious gangster? Uh, I, what did you think she was threatening there exactly? Oh, that... that that's going to be you, Margaret. Mar- yeah. you know, you're going this to be... Is, that's going to be your um, uh, epitaph. Mm-hmm. Like Margaret was trying to say they're similar, and she's like, no, we're not similar yet, but right. we're going, you're going to, to going be, to and be. you're going yeah. to experience the worst of my life. You think you've had it bad. Um, also, that they added another female villain. Like, a f- I don't want to say a female villain. You just did. But... Uh, <laughs> But uh, give me another word or something, guys. I don't think she's like, a villain. I think she's a she's foil. Not, she wants her yeah. money. She's yeah. a, no, from she's her husband. She wants her husband's money. And we've seen, I think the last person who kind of filled those shoes was Jillian. Kind of likes to stir the pot. I don't, with do you really think it's that much? Or, or is it, I just think it's a matter of here's your money, go away. But now Margaret and Nucky are connected, and that storyline is Oh, you think he's just going to be able to pay her off? I don't think Nucky has the money right now to pay her off. I, I will, and I mean, I think he has ways of getting it. You know, if true, but, but that's not something you can have in an listen, episode. But the ladies, if the lady, the lady, I think because it is Ar's wife, mm-hmm. I think she's very savvy, and mm-hmm. I think this is not about someone's going to be punished. It's about I need to get my money, so. He's it's Nucky. He's gonna figure on something, even if he partners her into partners okay. her into his business. I think okay. 
but it's a it's a I think a That's writer's a tool to get them, them back together. together. Yeah. Yeah. Well, and okay. so that may answer this next question. Do you guys think there's enough time in this to address uh, the press and what she she's essentially holding over bad publicity over the? I both think it of gets. Them? I think it all. It's has to get taken care of. Mm-hmm. I think Nucky's got to step up mm-hmm. and he's going to have to fix it, and it's going to bring Margaret and Nucky together in some way. Right. Or push well, them way far apart. Well, they're already in the same the area now. Yeah. At least that yeah. has been done. Right. With a <clears throat> red dress. <laughs> She's ready. So, yeah. And did did you think walking into there, Margaret knew um, the extent of what she knew about her? Do you no. Because th- she, was, she was taking on some nucky qualities in that conversation. And No, she had the nucky qualities even with the guys in the previous scene, the bankers. But... I think she's learning, like, oh, my God, like, no, this is big. It's bigger. Yeah. It's bigger than her. That's why she has to go she to Nucky. She also didn't, you know, Margaret didn't know her audience as well as Nucky would have. Because she pretended like this. she'd never met this woman before. And the woman's comeback, Carolyn's comeback, is that this ring is from your party. Right. Mm-hmm. I know who you are. 1923, yeah. This entire time you've been lying to me, and I'm, I know it. Right. Because I know who you Ugh. are. So, yes, oh, Margaret brought, was trying to take me. on the neck qualities, but she failed because she didn't realize who she was talking to. And it brought me back to that episode, 1923, oh, when this the show, everything was so, oh, so Gaudy. great. The music yeah. and, yeah. Roaring just, 20s in full awesome. force. Uh, and so sad. Well, that that ending there to, kind of ties into um, Nucky in 1897 and his dream. So let's let's dive into 1897. What what are you guys thinking? Are you buying into this older storyline? Are are you having I love it. I love it. I, I like I I'm, love it. It's growing on me. It's like at first um I mean first episode was very much about you know where Nucky got his uh determination, work ethic, how he kind of gets involved in the business where he yeah. stands on that whether it's being honorable, whether it's being honest, how you play the game. Second one, we got a lot more background, family life, and then this one's like the love aspect. So I just feel like they're just filling out Lucky's character, like bit by bit. Um, boy, and the tragic boy, boy, boy. I love and, that. And the tra- tragic <clears throat> love story would that be what this one is, or his? I just think this is how he came to be. These are the yeah. things he saw, mm-hmm. what he had to do, work wise. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and, and how he came, basically how he came to be the one, love. the Nucky, the Steve Buscemi Nucky that we're mm-hmm. seeing. This is how it all happened. Yeah, and, and you do see these f- major firsts for him. Like two days after he sees his probably his first naked woman, he sees his first naked dead woman. So yeah. it's this loss <laughs> of innocence point. immediately for mm-hmm. him, and he's emotionless. You know, it, when uh, we saw this, when uh, there were tears shed over his. Um, Sister, his mm-hmm. dad showed more emotion than him. He was always stone faced when he was mm-hmm. filling in the grave. He just absorbs. He does. He just he, absorbs everything. Around and compliments him. to the young actor. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, I- incredible, really incredible. Um, what did you take about? I thought uh, you know this is where the title of the episode came from. So obviously, obviously, it's a big thing. Um, what Jesus said. What, what did you guys think about uh, the girl saying Enoch was in the Bible? He lived to. You know, 300 some odd years old. 365. Old guy. Also, a very interesting number because that's how many days are in a year. It's true. And that's how many years he lived before he walked with God and did not die. Um, It's a very 
layered um, quote from a child who seems to have no idea what she's talking mm-hmm. about. Um, and I thought that was kind of crazy. It was also kind of eerie. I actually took that scene to be uh, more serious than I wanted How would you to kiss be. the pony for a dime? I'd do it for five cents, I think. It's well, not even do it for free. Well, so. Tell me, what was that all about? What was that well, all about? Well, here's what I think. I think um, we've seen time and again in this season in particular a lot of religious um, compliments and having them directed at Nucky. It took, Nucky's dad said it took his mother three days to birth him, you know, um, three days three. for the um, records. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, the, Nucky's bodyguard cuts off an ear of everybody who tries to get close to Nucky. In the Bible, you have, um, I think it was St. Uh, Peter who cut off an ear of, uh, one of Jesus' disciples cut off the ear of someone who was trying to get him in the garden. So there are a lot of these uh symbols that come on and i've thought this is getting out there but he's sort of like the um the messiah of the underground you know Mm -hmm. and um this is pretty out there so i'm just going to throw that out there and let it sit and not defend it anymore and just see how it plays out before i eat my words i'm just like there it is i'll be over here because i don't want to eat my words in two episodes when it blows up in my face um but that's i think the big thing here though is that he's not a religious guy and we we saw that happen when his father died and the conversation he mm-hmm. had with Eli was he doesn't really believe in it and you see these seeds of maybe why he doesn't because he's seeing all this evil happen over and over what do you guys think yeah he's got to be desensitized mm-hmm. from everything he's seen I mean you can t- he, it seems like the the brother was more sheltered from it so he was able to kind of drink the kool-aid and be very Catholic and, and very religious, mm-hmm. whereas Nucky, it just seems like he's seen so many hard things that it's really hard for him to believe in anything. Right. Other than himself. Other, yeah. oh, I disagree. Him. I disagree. Do you? I feel like that was the point, is that he does see all these things and he is affected, and he doesn't show that he's affected by him, and his way of dealing with his emotions, then he puts all of this effort into the people he cares about throughout his life, which is, tends to be women. Which tends to be like the girls that he does. He carries so much around with them. Okay, and but, that, do but that way, but that's different them. from being religious. That's that's a humanist thing. Yes, I, I, mean, it's I agree. Than being that religious, he, but I'm just trying to. I don't want to ever say that Nucky's like unaffected because I think he's a very oh, emotionally affected person. You're right. You're right. It's not. A, I'm not saying he's a religious person. I just don't want to put it out there that Nucky okay, is so cold. So let me let me or, say this. I think that the religious side of him is desensitized. Mm-hmm. The humanity is not. I mm-hmm. think that he has a humane side. Yes. And then another thing I think we're going to find out, Joe Kennedy asks him, what are you doing all this for? And he's saying... Oh, that was so good. Are we jumping to that? Are we getting out of 1897? Uh, no, I think this is my segue. This is my segue okay. to it. And, and so feel free to keep talking about 1897 because I think they're related. I think in in coming up, you're seeing um, all the all the hardness that he's seeing and he does have you know a capacity to give back a mm-hmm. lot but when point blank asked which i don't think anybody's done what are you doing this all before he wants to leave something behind but leave it behind for what this is his childhood where he's creating mm-hmm. his purpose in the world and now he's in you know coming to the last chapters of his mm-hmm. life and it's what am i gonna leave behind what's mm-hmm. it all for and i think a lot of that was formed in the way he was brought up. I think that's why we're seeing 1897. 
And I think there's going to be a um, a pinnacle point in 1897 where we see, like, that you know, this is the climax of what it's all for. Okay. Um, I could totally see that. Um, I could definitely see that coming. With his relationship with, if we're going to talk about him and Kennedy um, in this episode, and how we get to that point where Kennedy can not only ask the question, but Nucky mm-hmm. also answers, which I think was an interesting point. Um, in all the seasons, because in most conversations that we see with Nucky, I feel like he's always the one asking questions. Or he's the one just giving you... He's... I mean, I'm sorry. Let me rephrase rephrase that. Um, He's always the one who's just very steadfast. He's in control of all the conversations. In all the conversations we got with Kennedy today, there was a lot of, like, Wondering and like Nucky yeah, he was one step behind. Yeah, no, Kennedy like, was in control. It was cool. Yeah, and that was a lot displayed with the drinks. That was just displayed right. with their speech patterns. Mm-hmm. How were they were talking off each other? Where Nucky was like, it was almost like watching. Um, it was almost like watching him deal with um, the Commodore again, where he was trying to almost like pick his brain or learn from him, or he was just a little bit lower on the totem pole. Um, and so that all those conversations built their relationship up, so that when Nucky answered him, I thought he was being honest. Mm-hmm. And no, I thought that that was a true answer that he kind of had to, not willingly had wanted to admit, but had to admit. Right. I mean, first he said he wasn't interested in mm-hmm. doing it, and then he mm-hmm. he, and I think you're absolutely right about him learning from Kennedy the way he learned from the Commodore because each. Uh, 1897 sequence the next sequence uh was a sequence with joe kennedy so Mm -hmm. uh they were really lining up the the parallel Mm -hmm. um so that that was a good find but i love i love the fact that you know kenny explains you know they're both irish catholic that was what was interesting and he was kenny was saying listen we can't drink because i can't build up that stereotype right and Nucky pushes the drinks away. Go ahead. Say what say. And it also kind of points to the fact that he's like, I've never broken a law, technically. Well, and then we get yeah. there. And then I thought Nucky had a great response. Well, none you've been caught for. Right. Um, I think he, yeah, he called it technicality. Which it was. Mm-hmm. Which it, And we know that from history that it is. Um, but even when he said two seltzers and he said, no, I want a tonic. So it's like he's just uh, he's just a little off with this mm-hmm. guy. Um, mm-hmm. I thought it was interesting. Kennedy, eight kids, ninth on the way. He's building his little army, mm-hmm. which was interesting. All his little disciples that he he was going to send mm-hmm. out into the world to become presidents and senators and influencers. Um, and I thought when he said to him, "You know, what is this about? What, what do you? I don't see pictures. I don't see." I thought it was Kennedy. Really, almost being afraid to do business with this guy, because I mean, I, I've worked for, I've had people that I've worked with that have no connections mm-hmm. to people, mm-hmm. and I've said, you know, I don't want to do business with someone like that. So that, that kind of person's scary, right? Because you have to nothing to lose, right? Nothing well, to lose. and so it was very astute. I thought of Kennedy to mm-hmm. look around, and say, you know, and we know that about Nucky. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and you know he—that was, I think, it was a surprise for me when asked if he had kids. You know, he named off the two kids <laughs> he hasn't seen in for all yeah. we know years. You know, I mean, he plays off every question. He plays off 
for, he got the kid question. He plays off with names. He was asked about his brother. He pushed this back Kennedy, off. But he it was fine. His, mm-hmm. And he played it off, like mm-hmm. you said. But then when he got yeah. to his office, when they're up in the mm-hmm. chicken coop or whatever you want to call that area, he's, the, that's when he pinned him down. And yeah. he said, where are the pictures? Where's this... Uh, nephew, you're so close to. Where, yeah. Why don't I see anything? And he really unnerved him there. And uh, that caught, it caught me off guard when he said, "Cut to the chase." Why should I work with you? When I have other people, I you know, I, I you just got there faster than me, right? Well, and I think um, we're going to see this uh, this talking down to Tunaki almost in like you know, look at me, I'm a family man, I don't do anything against the law. Even when they ordered sodas. And he got it wrong. He's like, no, I'll have a seltzer. And then Nucky goes, I'll have a Coca-Cola. You know, light and dark. You know, the dark side of it. And and that symbolism. I mean, it's so much of that throughout this episode. Even with the mm-hmm. tea with uh, Carolyn, she black said, tea, black tea, milk turns milk. my stomach. There's so much black and white. And yeah. we know with race, too. Mm-hmm. Very interesting. And, of course, good and evil. Right, right. I mean, I know people, you fans will call us out and say we're reaching deep. I, I don't think I don't, so. No, I, I don't think that's Mike. Really good Whatever writing. Mike says works. Okay. Did yeah. he also talk to us? <laughs> about last week? Mike August? I did, don't know. did Mike I reach so. out this week? I don't know. Ah. I, have, no, I, have my, I have my phone on right here and I haven't seen anything come in yet. Okay. Awesome. Okay. Um, any final thoughts on Nucky and Kennedy? Um, mm, final thoughts on them. I'm going to have to think about it for a second because I'm going to be interested to find out if Kennedy ever meets Margaret and if that's going to be part of the exchange. Because Margaret now needs Nucky a little bit, or a lot bit, <laughs> and if he can kind of prove that he does have a little bit of a family. Well, true, but also we also got to see Joe Kennedy's hypocrisy to a degree, and we got to see um, Kitty. What a womanizer he is! Which you know, we know he had multiple mistresses, and at the end, it was Gloria. I'm sorry, guys, I'm having a brain freeze right now. She starred in Sunset Boulevard. Was supposed to be a longtime mistress of his, um, but. We see that that's his, yeah. right? Because where, where he's weak or say human, where right. Nucky is just he gives Nucky the drink and then he goes says he's going to take the milk to the. I, okay, continue because I'm confused about this point. Uh, what? Well, um, which point? The point about the women? Or no? When he leaves the drink, when he leaves him with the drink, yeah, is that signifying? Because I was getting mixed messages because from him asking about Kitty. I was taking that as like, oh, maybe we can do business. And with him leaving the drink, I was taking that as, you can just have your drink and I'll be on my way. Like, this is your path and I'm not part of it. I was getting very mixed signals. Oh, and it, it, I think you're right to get mixing signals because he was playing this higher than now. Mm-hmm. And then he, and he's being Teflon. He's being ambiguous. I think on purpose, right? Yeah, I think so. Just I, business-wise, it was like, you know what? So I'm not going to show you. Do you think this is happening or not happening? That's, I think. I think he's leaving. Don't you think he's kind of leaving it out there? I, I do. I think it's personally. I think it's going to happen because I also think it m- makes a great story for why Nucky. I don't think he's just going to solve Margaret's problem. I think he's going to use Margaret uh, to potentially, you know, bring this family thing together to to, lock to the deal with the Kennedys. with Kennedys yeah wow so I mean that's that's my thought and seeing as we're giving thoughts anyway should we go into uh, predictions well I think we should also just make a note to Doyle getting those oh. bum workers and yeah. knowing that whoever the sixteen year old is going to be somewhat significant yeah a throw out to them and also a throw out to Mabel Jeffries 
Right. Babel Jeffries, the. Two uh, throwouts. Not sure what they mean. Not sure who they are. His first a little crush. Confused, yeah. Yeah. I'm and, sure there's something. And the letter, did we ever. The letter he was looking at initially? Mm-mm. That I want to just go back and check. I'll make a note to myself for that. But um, because I think it was significant to the letter he got in 1897. The postcard. Yeah. yeah. So. Okay. Um, all right. With that being said, that's the sound. Now, you're after Buzz TV. <sighs> the ambient noise doesn't lie. Prediction time. Kevin, do you want to... I think it's going to be a great episode next week. I think it's going to be much more action-packed. Um, we're going to Chicago, as we know. We see that um, Van Alden is receiving some heat from Chicago. He's a Fed, and they're all surrounding him. We do have one shot of Al hammering somebody with blood hitting his face, hoping it's not Van Alden. I'm predicting it's not because I think that mm-hmm. we, we need to see him till t- toward till the end of this. Um, I think that's going to be very interesting. I think we're going to see Margaret Nucky, obviously, like we talked mm-hmm. about. We're going to they're going to get a lot closer, good for good or for bad. I don't mm-hmm. know, but I'm real. I'm excited to see those two things, and we have to. We're going to have to see Harlem. I don't think we can skip an episode on the repercussions of Harlem, right? I agree. I think we're not. I don't know if we're actually. Because mm, I think we're going to get a death next week. And I think the death is either going to be um, a key player in in um, Chicago. And I think it's. If we're going to pick one, it's going to be Van Alden. And it's either going to be Van Alden or it's going to be Sally. I think both of them are in dangerous situations mm, next week. And I right. only think one of them's making it out. I'm not sure. I'm. Uh, I'm okay seeing Sally go. I, I haven't. <laughs> no, I don't, I'm just saying. I, I, don't, I haven't known if her it, long enough. Mm-hmm. I want. I'd like to keep Van Alden and yeah. some of the other people. I well, would both too. Are tremendous actors. So it'll be. Yeah. yeah, I think Van Alden. You know, he's been such a dynamic character throughout it. If he does go, we're probably going to see him very early on in the episode next week, building up a backstory for him, I would think, be, or a little bit more of one, because that's, mm-hmm. I feel like what they do a lot, they build them up yeah. to let them die. <laughs> um, but I think that, uh, you know, like we talked about earlier, I think Chalky is going to come in and uh, sort of take over in Harlem. I think it's... Uh, you think that's going to already happen next week? No, not, no, not okay. next... Oh, I'm sorry, this, this is a little bit further down, but okay. I think we're going to see more steps to it. I also think he's going to get in touch with his family. I and think that's where he lands. Ne- yes, that's long-term prediction, yeah. Yeah. I think that... Um, it's neat. Anyway. Yeah. It's neat, it's clean. It, and, and I think that there's going to be a lot of... You know, family dynamic, which we don't always get in this show, but there's a lot of great. There will be. What are you? What are your predictions for next week, though? Uh, next week, I see. Uh, I, I see it being Van Alden. To be honest, I think he's going to get it. Oh. I hate to say it, but I they they've been playing it up for two weeks now, so we'll see. Uh, and then, um, yeah, okay. uh, that's that's it. That's, that's all. Enough of a prediction. Okay, Kevin, where can we find you? At Undergaro. Sarah's uh, radio silent on social media. But you can find media. it here at AfterBuzz <laughs> you can see or at After Anatomy Buzz. Movie. Yeah, I do Sons of Anarchy. Now. And what else do you do? At AfterBuzz? Yeah. I do Anatomy of a Movie. That's right. And, and then I do Schmoes News. And you do Schmoes No. But this yeah. is the only TV show. This is the only AfterBuzz show. Right now, do. this is my only, my only AfterBuzz. You do Schmoes No, Box Office Breakdown. Box Office Breakdown. And uh, Anatomy of a Movie. Okay. Yeah. Charlie. Perfect. All right. And I am uh, Charlie Barons. You can find me at Charlie Barons on Twitter and Instagram. 
And uh, that's it for this week, guys. Thanks, Stephen. Thank thank you, you, Stephen. Stephen's manning him back. We'll see you next week. From executive producers Maria Menounos, Kevin Undergaro, Phil Svitek, and the entire AfterBuzz TV staff, we would like to thank you for listening to the AfterBuzz TV network. To watch or listen to other after shows and post comments or questions, be sure to visit AfterBuzzTV.com. I'm Sir Richard Wentworth, and this has been a presentation of AfterBuzz TV. Bye. Bye. See you later. The views expressed herein are those of the hosts only and do not necessarily reflect the views of AfterBuzz TV or its owners or principals.